We thank you so much for the blessing to hear your word. It's our prayer that our lives will be blessed by the power of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus star, aim for the day star. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, where unto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Beloved, you have to pay attention to your light. That's exactly what the scripture holds out to us. It says that we have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well to take heed. You have a sure word of prophecy, a word, a voice, to tell you what to do next, to tell you where to go next, to predict your steps. The Bible says that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You have to develop the habit to Pay attention to what God has to say concerning your life. You can't keep going on doing things the way you want to do them. You feel like eating this, you eat. You feel like going here. You, you're just doing what you feel like without really consulting the Lord about the use of your body, your life. You can't keep living according to the flesh. The Bible says that to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. What about the voice of God, that tiny, small voice that is often ignored? What about that voice? If you could make a little bit more a, 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 a decision to pay attention to your dreams, for instance, to pay attention to something God is telling you and to find out what God could be saying, you will see that it will give a whole different turn to your life. The Bible says that you will do well to take heed unto that sure word of prophecy, that voice of God to you. As to a light shining in a dark place. What's a light shining in a dark place? It starts out so small. Have you ever tried to light up uh, charcoal on a coal pot before? Or in a fireplace? Uh, or some firewood gathered together? You, you, you strike one match and uh, that, that's uh, tiny... A uh, flame of fire comes up and lights up one small spot on, on a charcoal or wood. And then you have to make sure that that flame, <coughs> that single flame spreads out to affect the whole batch of coals or firewood. It's, it's, not, it's not easy. It means you have to, if you turn your back small and say you're going to take salt and come. <laughs> That one flame will be out before you know it. You have to pay attention to that one flame. You have to keep fanning it, fanning it. Sometimes you see that some charcoals are so difficult to light up. You have to even throw away your the the the, the fan and use your hands to blow it, your mouth to blow the air on it when you are so desperate, you know. As if to say that the one that's coming from the air that's coming from your mouth or the wind uh, that you are blowing from your mouth is is more reliable than your hand using that to to fan the flames anyway so you see the bible says you will do you will take heed as unto a light shining in a dark place 
what I'm trying to make is that when a light is shining in a dark place, small tiny light, small tiny light shining in a dark place, it's like a battle. It's like a war because the 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 purpose of a light shining in a dark place is not to be that small, only that small light for that place. It's supposed to over the purpose. The ultimate purpose is for it to overcome all of the darkness. Hallelujah! All of the darkness. Praise the Lord. All of the darkness of that place. You see that, I mean, when, for instance, the light goes out in our, our part of the world, you are in at home and the lights go out. You light up a candle or you take your torch. It lights only a small part. Like, the light is not that much. You are, whilst you have that torch, you have that candle, you are still hoping and wishing for the lights to come back on so that you can have full light and overcome all the darkness in your room also get a point so the bible says that you will pay attention to that small light like the song that we sing this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine let it shine let it shine let it shine it's your job to pay attention to your little light to make sure that it 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 keeps shining and shining till the full light of day till it has overcome all the darkness hallelujah and so how do you get to that you have to develop a habit of paying attention to your light you won't even pay attention to your light if you don't even know if you have a light so what is your light your light is what affords you to see Mm? what makes you see and what makes you move about and what makes you come alive or want to live in this world hallelujah what makes you see for instance me i see when i read when i read a book i see things i mean i see so, so to me that is a light unto me i see when i for instance when i pray when i pray i i i see god i i, I hear god I, I get a response of God. I see visions. I get dreams when I pray. You know, so it's a light to me. So that is if, if the Bible says pay attention to it. To me, I know that I have to pay attention to my prayer life then. I have to pay attention to my, my readings. I have to pay attention to my dreams, the visions I see. If I see something and I don't understand it, I should, I should ask God about it. I shouldn't just ignore my dreams. Oh, it was on a full stomach. That's why I dreamt that thing. No, I should pray a little bit more. I should research the Bible on that dream, you know, because that is my light. The Bible says, pay attention to your light as, as if it were a tiny candle shining in a dark place. Hallelujah. That anything, that's, that's, the, that's the thing about uh, um, uh, um, uh, a light shining in the dark place. It is it is a threatened light. Because the darkness can if it's more than your little light, it, the darkness will also work hard to overpower it. That's why you see if you light a candle, for instance, the candle keeps going down and down and down and with time with time before you know it, the candle will go out. <laughs> because so whilst you have that little light, it is your job to be looking for more powerful uh, uh, sources of energy to to light the whole place up not that you are just sitting down with that small candle over there and waiting for it to die out when when the time comes for it to die out 
How long will a candle last? If that's all you have in a large house, it's not going to, that is dark. It's not going to last forever. So whilst you have a little light, you work at getting more. Whilst you can see one or two visions, you pray even more. Open my eyes to see you, Lord. Open my ears to hear you, Lord. Give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation into the knowledge of you, Lord. Whilst you can see a little bit, the Bible says that whilst you have the light, believe in the light that you may be children of the light. You have to hold on strong to the little light that you have because your light is not guaranteed to always be there. Your light is not always guaranteed to be there. As people who have maybe had the opportunity to see before and something happened and they became blind. They would so wish that, oh, when I had the ability to see, how many things did I read? How many places did I go to? Who, what did I see? I mean, you will now start regretting. Hallelujah. What did you use your eyes for? How many times did I open my Bible to read it? Hallelujah. Which, how many places of the world did I go and see? The world that God gave to me. Praise the Lord. So you see that we have an we have a, a, a call to protect our little light, not for it to just be a little, but you have to know that the little light, it is, it is, it is a, it is threatened, it's a threatened light. It's a threatened light. The Bible says that when Moses' mother gave birth to him, she saw that this child was a proper child. And at the same time, a pharaoh had also, I don't know, whether sense, and he had decided to kill all the little male bones. You know, Herod, when Jesus was born, decided to kill all male children. You see, when a light is born, when a little light is around, the darkness, they, they are doubling and tripling their, their powers. Because they are, they are aiming at what? Snuffing out that little light. So you don't sit there and say that, oh, I can read, so uh, I'll not read much. You have to double your efforts of, of reading. Uh, you, you can pray small. You can, nowadays, you can pray better. You can pray more consistently. So you are okay. Or you are even retarded. No, you have to pray more. Whatever is your light, protect it. Whatever is your light, empower it. Hallelujah. What is your light? It is what makes you see. It is what makes you move about. Is it your, your, what do you wake up in the morning to do? Are you looking forward to going to teach? Are you going, looking forward to going to the market? Are you looking forward to going to work? Are you going, looking forward to go to take care of the sick? Are you going, looking forward to go to the bank? Whatever you do that makes you move about, that is your light. And you need to protect it with all your heart. Maybe you are waking up to go to school. That is your light. The Bible says your education is your life. Your life, guard it well. It's your light. I don't, you need to make a decision to discover what your light is. What your light is. Hallelujah. Maybe it's when you sing that you become, you see. That will be your light. It's when you listen to music that you come alive. That is your light. It's when you write songs that you come alive. That is your light. Pay attention to your light. It's when you give to others that you feel free, you feel liberated, you feel alive. It's your light. Don't stop it. It's when you take care of poor people, neglected people, that you, you, you feel like this is something worth living for. That is your light. 
the Bible says, pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Your light is what affords you to be seen. Oh, yes. It's not just what makes you see, but it's also what makes others see you. Wow. That is your light. Hallelujah. That is your light. When Esther was in the palace, she was given uh, to the charge of the one uh, who, who kept the woman, praise the Lord, who was called Higai in the book of Esther. And the Bible says that there were so many other ladies who were also brought in into that, um, uh, you know, kind of like a pageant that the king is supposed to choose from. And they were all being prepared, given same treatments and things like that. But Esther developed the habit of doing whatever Higai Hegai or Hegai told her she just decided to not to do her things her own way. All the other ladies they will come, they'll choose their own necklace, they do this, they do that. But Esther, she will ask for the, 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 the keeper of the woman's uh, uh, opinion. That was a light. That means she was somebody who was given to listening to advice. That was a light. That's a light. It makes others see you at ah, this girl. If we advise her, she takes it. That is your light. And lo and behold, that was that was what made the, the, the keeper of the woman fall in love with her. Not fall in love as in like in love like romantic, but just caught her attention. She had favor in his eyes. Praise the Lord. And who knows where recommendations come from? You never know who is going to recommend you to the next person, the high the next high place that you're supposed to step, step into. So discover your light do some soul searching some prayer some writing things in your diary asking yourself what do i do that makes other people see me maybe it's your speech some people are elo eloquent speakers pay attention to your light beloved your light is what makes you noticeable it's what gives you significance or relevance hallelujah you must pay attention to what makes you noticeable Maybe you are, your, it's your dressing. Maybe it's your preaching. Uh -huh. You preach at a place and they invite you again and again. There's something about you. There's something about your message that is going down well. There's something about your message that God is using to do a certain work over there. Pay attention to that light. It's what makes you noticeable. You must pay attention to the things that make you significant. You see, you have to develop the habit of not giving yourself to anything that doesn't speak to or highlight your importance. Anywhere you go that they don't, they, they don't, they don't appreciate you, can't see your usefulness. And we even say it into your face, you useless person, don't go there. Don't go there, don't stay there. Because your life, your light will be snuffed out before you know it. You have to, that's why you have to be in the company of people who are, are, uh, if it, your light is, you, you love God, you want to know God. Be in the company of people who also love God and want to know God. Praise the Lord. Don't go where your importance is not highlighted. Don't do what is not, is not relevant to your call or where you will not be appreciated. Don't marry a man who will not, uh, is, is, is not fascinated about you. Don't marry a lady who is not charmed by you. Oh, you have to go where you are celebrated, where your relevance comes. That it means that over there you are not a light, and you will be ignored, uh, uh, easily ignored. 
Go where you are going to be a light. Oh, yes. Paul, whenever he was preaching, and he preached to a certain people and they didn't want to receive him. He left that place. He, 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 he shoved his feet from that place. He said, that your blood be on your own head. I'll go to other people who receive me. That's right. Where, where people can't see you that you are light, don't go there. Pay, that's, these are ways of paying attention to your light. We are learning how to shine. And to shine so bright and bright and bright and bright. Till you become a day star. Just like, I mean, you become a day star. Or the day star arises in your heart, like the Bible says. Jesus is star. Hallelujah. God's word is what speaks to your relevance. Pay attention to it. God's word is your light. The Bible says that thy word is a light unto my, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The Bible says, the Lord is my light. Wow, I love that. The Lord is my When you are obedient to the master, you have light. The Lord is my Lord means master, the one who rules over your body. Who tells you? You can pierce one, you can pierce two. You can do this, you can't do that. Who decides the use of your body? Hallelujah. God is my light, or the Lord is my light and my salvation. Hallelujah. So pay attention to the word of God because that's what speaks to your relevance the most. If you can pay attention to the voice of God, it will let you come into relevance and, and out of obscurity into a place of significance more than any other thing can ever do to you. All these things I've mentioned, singing, what, what, they are all useless if they are not lighted by the word of God. You can't say it is your light if it is not used for God. You can't say that you are singing for the world and that is your light. No. Whatever gift or talent you have, it must be lighted by the word of God. That's the core of everything. Praise the Lord. God's word through his voice, which is his person, is intentional and arranged in a prophetic, that is to say a predictive manner. To bring you from obscurity into relevance, from darkness into his light. Every single voice of God that you obey is just, it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's connecting the dots. It's connecting, whenever God tells you something and you obey, the next thing he tells you to obey, it's like a, a line is drawn, sorry, a line is drawn from the last time you obeyed to the next time you obey, to the next time you obey, to the next time you obey, to the next time. You see that a light is being drawn. Uh, sorry, a line is being drawn. You are following the predictive voice of God, which is the sure word of prophecy. Hmm. Every time you are doing your quiet time, you are following the sure word of prophecy. It's predicting your future. It's predicting your future. It's predicting your future. It's predicting your future. It will bring you to a successful end. It will bring you to an expected end. I tell you, you will so like what you become. Hallelujah. And so develop the habit of searching for the voice of God. Search for the voice of God. Ask. The Bible says, if you seek, you will find. Have a searching heart. Don't be, don't be there like you, you don't do searches. And the last time a thought occurred to me that why is it that in Africa we don't do much research? And I realized that it's because we don't, we don't search. We are not even searching for God. 
if we are really in search of the true God, we will have seeking souls and searching minds. Because it's a searching heart that is a heart of inquiry, questions, asking. Then you sit down with books, trying. The Bible says, I understood by books. Then you start to understand and understanding the ways of God. Hallelujah. So develop the habit of searching for the voice of God. What does God have to say? What does God have to say? God, look, in the Bible, Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. The light never comes any other way. It always comes by the voice of God. And God said, S-A-I-D, He said, He spoke it. He spake the words, Let there be light, and there was light. How did the light come? It came from the voice. Wherever God's voice is, there's light. You have to seek for the voice of God and on every matter in your life. If you have the voice of God on it, you have the light. We are talking about how to shine. God says, sing that song, sing that song. That is what will cause you to be seen by him. That is what will cause others that he wants to see you to see you. You will come into the light by the voice of God. That's right. That's right. It is your duty to make time daily to pay attention to God's voice to you. It is your duty. It is my duty. Pay attention to it as to a light that is shining in the dark place till the full light of day comes. When a fire is being lit, lit, like I've explained, you have to pay attention to that small light. Until ah, now the fire, the, when you pay attention to it, you see that now the flames become stronger and they start, you know, it becoming more and then before you know it poor like they spread to, to the all the rest of the coals and it becomes so fantastic so let that be our habit pay attention invest quality time to pre pre preserve your light pray a lot about your life and pray a lot about your ministry because this is all that matters at the end of the day you'll be asking yourself what did i use my life for how did i serve others how did I do what God said for me to do? What was my ministry? Did I carry it well? Did I make full proof of it? That's what's going to matter at the end of the day on your dying bed. Praise the Lord. So please, pay attention to your light. Second thing I want us to talk about today is that you have to aim for the day star as you pay attention to your light. Because you see, that is what will, in the first place, make you know that you have to pay attention to. Because the little light that you have, like I've explained to you, and you have a candle in the room when the lights have gone off, your aim is not the candle. Your aim is that the light will return. The full light of the day will come. Hallelujah. So you have to aim for the day star. Hallelujah. You have to aim for the day star. You have to aim for the brighter light of the day to come. So you don't start doing things just because you have some little light, no... You say yeah, you can sing. No, now you started mounting stages everywhere. You say you have a little, uh, some small voice. No, you say you are going for uh, uh, the best star in the universe. Uh, 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 what's something show? Hey, you won't wait for God to light you up. You won't wait for your little light to be preserved and made bigger and bigger and bigger, connected the dots till... The full light of day comes. So the day star dawns or the day star rises in your heart. You wait. When you realize that you have a light, the next thing to do is to wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Sing to him. Pray to him. Be patient. 
Hallelujah. Until the day dawns and the day star arises. You hear that? You've seen that it's like now your, 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 your face is spotless. Now you are becoming a beauty queen. No, you say yeah, you are going for uh, uh, the next pageant. Even when God has not told you that, go and enlist. You haven't waited on God for that. You believe in your flesh, so you've gone. Please. Let, the, let whatever you do in, in an attempt to come into the limelight be a prompting by the voice of God. I just said something. Maybe you are called to go into, into research or maybe a certain specialty or a certain job, certain line of work or something. That is what is going to cause you to be seen. Let that thing be said to you by God before you attempt it. So you, ha- you see that you need, you have to, uh, you, have the, you have to do the job of, of discovering how to hear God for yourself. That art, that science. Study how to hear God. And you hear God by his word. Amen. Anytime I open my Bible, I hear God. Hallelujah. So let us pay attention, okay? Until the day star arises in your heart. Jesus is that exact day star. Is that exact representation of God. That's the day star. It's like the sun. The day star is just like the sun. It's like when you have 12 o'clock, the sun is in its full, the fullness of its brightness. It's more than all stars put together. You know, it's more than, because there's no darkness when it's afternoon or noon. There's no darkness where the sun is shining. You have the trace of it. Amen. So you see that, uh, of course, in, in places where they would have decided to hide themselves away from the sun's uh, uh, rays, like in a dungeon or a pit or something. Where the light rays cannot see. But once the light is shining and its rays are reaching a place, there's light, full light. Hallelujah. So please, the day star must arise in your heart. Okay? It arises in your heart when you have mastered that art of hearing God speaking to you through his son. That's when you are you yourself are coming into maturity as a child of God, as a son, a look-alike son of God. Hallelujah. Look at Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. It says, God, who are sundry times and in diverse manners, speaking times past unto the fathers by the prophets, as in this last, these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world, who being the brightness of his glory. Who is that? The son of God. The brightness of his glory, this day star, okay, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and be and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. So you see that it is when you become truly and expressly mature as a child of God, having followed sufficiently the voice prompts of the Holy Spirit in all your work with God obeying him and keeping his commandments that's when you come to the place of the awakened dawn you are a star remember so you have to learn what it means for a star to shine and we learned that for instance stars rise in the east right and the east simply refers to where stars are born where they emerge and we know that there's something known as what 
the day dawning or when your star is starting to rise. Hallelujah. Your star is starting to rise. So before you start to rise, you see all along God will be preparing you within himself. Okay, and then now he starts to release you, to throw you over the sky, to go somewhere to, to happen, to go somewhere to destroy the powers of darkness. So be mindful of all these trajectories. Be mindful of how God works. Be mindful of how God, what God is doing in your life. Hallelujah. When the day star rises in your heart, you see that Jesus himself will outdoor you. Okay? He will adore you when he can tell you that you are beginning to look, when he can tell that you are beginning to look just like him in character and behavior. That's when the day star is arising in your heart. That means that now you are beginning to shine just like Jesus. Now you are beginning to look just like Jesus. Now your glory is just like the glory of the Son of God. Now you are becoming like a truly mature Son of God in character, the way you are in secret, the way you are on the outside. No dichotomy, no difference, you know. So, um, wait till Jesus himself outdoors you. That's when the day dawns. That's when Jesus starts bringing you forth out, bringing you out. The Bible says of Jesus, or the wisdom of God, it says, The Lord brought me forth as one of his works. God, wait till God brings you forth as one of his works. Do you understand? You want to mount a stage? You want to be seen. You want your music to go out into the world. You want your research work to go everywhere. You want you want your name to come into the limelight. Please wait for Jesus to outdoor you. It will be better. He and He will outdoor you when you are looking a mature son of God, not any precocious uh, something. Wait for Jesus Himself to outdoor you. Hallelujah. He's the best person to tell that you are mature enough to be strewn across the sky, to be released into fame, for other people to see you. He's the best person. So follow his prompts. Follow him till he announces in your heart that, my dear, it's time to shine. It's time to shine. Hallelujah. Follow him till he announces to you your place for shining and the time for your shining. Follow him to announce till he announces to you your space for shining. That's right. God will send you somewhere to shine. That's basically the purpose of a star. The meaning of the star is what? Something that is thrown across the sky. It's sent to a particular spot of darkness. God is sending you somewhere to shine. Never go ahead of him to do anything because you think you have what it takes by yourself to do that thing. Never go ahead of Jesus. That's why the Bible says that let us keep in step with the Spirit, as even, though, even as we are walking with him. Okay? So never go ahead of him because your character may be leaking, your relationship with God may be leaking, you don't have a firm grasp on it yet, and then you are going out there. You see that if you, if you are not well prepared and you go out there, the devil will chew you like something. Chew you like something. So become strong and mature on the inside. Before and, and, and Jesus himself will know it. 
or he will let you know when it is time to shine. So come along with me on this series. Learn how to shine properly. Hallelujah. Because if we can have more people discovering and learning how to shine properly, we'll have fewer lights going out before their time. Oh, yes. We have more lights being preserved. We have greater revival opportunities for our generation because more lights will stay longer to shine brighter and longer for more people to see the light of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. And aim for the day star. Aim for the brightest light of your light to shine at the right time and in the right place. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Shema podcast with Dr. Anastasia Bruce. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. God bless you.